The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Previously on... Tries to uh, enchant the first guy and it doesn't happen. So I thought that was cool. Like Loki... Her powers don't work. It's um, interesting that she didn't know that because it seems like she yeah, spent a lot honestly, of time. Yeah, honestly, I think, and I guess we can get into this later, I think she worked for the TVA. But maybe oh. this is reason why she doesn't. We'll get into that later, but... Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Hey. Welcome back, Chris. I don't know what I'm doing here. We are on the fly hitting wrong yeah. buttons uh wow. welcome back to snap a marvel cinematic universe podcast yeah i'm gonna with i Chris feel Green. i uh i definitely think that out of the gate we need to make sure that anybody listening to this realizes that you're recording from the jungle you're I, literally hanging from a tree i am with on, your microphone i am on vacation right now That's right. in new york my wife is yeah. <laughs> really pissed at me right now because <laughs> I am doing this instead of spending time with the family. And I think the most thing that she's upset about is that I lugged like 50 pounds of equipment. And I'm you're making- sitting out in the front porch with your 50 pounds of equipment. It yeah. looks like you're just on the road. People are driving by like, oh, it's, I was just going to recording his uh, vacation podcast. Yep. That, that's how we roll here <laughs> at uh, Wide Open Mike Podcast Network. So how you doing, Chris? Stops. I'm good. I'm really good. This was a great, this was a great episode. This was the... I feel like the most stuff of all the shows we've seen happened in this episode. Yeah, and that's why I didn't want to not record because of a vacation. I think it was vacation-worthy. This episode here was vacation-worthy. I would agree. I would agree. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, podcast production-wise because of it. (laughs) But uh, if this uh, episode is a little rough, it is because, like I said, I'm on the fly, on vacation, um, yeah, on a laptop. I don't use a recording a laptop, which is interesting. I can't believe that you don't use a laptop. I didn't know you were sitting there with like a desktop. Yeah, yeah. With multi, yeah. I've got three monitors and stuff. And I've got multiple monitors, but I still roll off a laptop. Mm. I haven't, I haven't seen a desktop in five years. I've got, I, a, I got a nice, I got an iMac. It's very nice. Oh wow, that's nice. That's yeah. that's a lot of that's a lot of equipment. Yeah, thank you, Podcast Network money. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's let's just man, let's just jump into this. We got a yeah. lot to, to talk about. Uh, episode three, the Nexus event, uh, dropped on June thirtieth, twenty twenty one, on Disney Plus. It was written by Eric Martin, directed by Katie Heron and Chris King. I'm just gonna hand the reins over to you, my friend. That was a weird segue into my name because I thought I was involved in this episode. It's like, oh yeah, this is the one that I did. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but going into this out of the gate, uh, we see what we what I believe is Sylvie um, hanging out as a Loki, uh, as a little kid, just playing with a ship and and doing stuff. And then the time cops from the TVA come and grab her, led by uh, a twenty three is the code, but actually is Ravana Rensler. So they take Sylvie to the TVA. She is tried. She escapes. She escapes with. Uh, Rensselaer's time pad thing, and that's how she gets away, and that's what leads up to her escape, and then probably her her vengeance on the TVA. But then, what we... I don't know if you want to kind of talk about that, kind yeah, of, because let's, let's right just, after that, we go into the Loki... Yeah, let's just Loki jump into this scene. So, um, 
I, I don't know if you noticed the toys that she was playing with or looked at that play session she was having with herself, but yeah. it seemed like she was kind of like, she was like pretending to be a Valkyrie. Like she like looked up to the Valkyries and there, she was fighting a dragon. And we also see a giant, uh, if you look at her toys, there's like the giant wolf, you know, uh, Hela's giant wolf. I wonder if that's what the toy was. And of the Viking ship, which I got more, more on that ship possibly later. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, at, at, in this episode, we find out she doesn't even know why, what her Nexus event was that caused right. them to take her. I have a theory on that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you have anything on that. Also, really quickly, um, young Sylvie, actress, is pl- yeah. uh, she's played by uh, Kaylee Fleming, who in my mind is most famous for playing young Ray. Both in the Force Awakens and in Rise of Skywalker, so I thought that was I would have cool. not, I would have never caught that. And she also plays Judith Grimes now on The Walking Dead, so I thought that was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, All right. Anyway, so my theory is that Sylvie was taken because she wasn't on the typical Loki path, meaning she wasn't going to end up a villain. I think she was. I think she wanted to be a hero, and this. They see, oh, Loki's Loki's going to be a hero. This Loki's going to be a hero. So that we need to go in and stop her. So I don't. Uh, that is quite a stretch. <laughs> that think is, so? I mean, maybe I, I think. Stretch. I think that we're 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 going to find out what's going on with the Lokis. I would I would based on the based on the after credit scene that we'll get to. I would imagine the next episode is going to talk about why they're being pulled up because this is the the next episode is the last one, right? I mean, there's only six. Two more. Two more. Two more, okay. I would imagine we're going to find out what, why, why specifically the Lokis are being taken. But it's, uh, I don't know. That seems like a stretch. But if they're all stretch. taken, if they're all taken, I think there's something to be explained about this Loki wasn't necessarily taken until he very specifically did this thing. Where, I don't know. It, that it's an interesting storyline to sort of. Well, I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about Sylvie was taken because she was going to be a hero, and maybe so you that. Think, you think that's the deal with everybody at the end? That they were all going to be heroes and. This but, one last because he's a dick. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, why? I mean, why? Why do you think she was taken? I, I mean, don't know. She was taken as that's, a little kid. That's why I come on the show, Gunner. I want <laughs> you to tell me. <laughs> you tell. It's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> why? Why was she taken? You tell me why. Um, so, oh, yeah, and so we, I, also uh, during her her processing, you know, she went. She uh-huh. saw the same people that you know our Loki saw. Um, and that one guy that, that had the paper that makes you sign the paper. Yeah. When he w- was with, you know, our Loki, he had the mug with his cat on it or Flurkin. He had the mug, but it had no picture on it. So this was pre Flurkin for that guy. Well, and there was no cat in the room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So is that it? That's for it. The next That's scene. It. So, so you and McGregor, Mobius, you Mobius is talking to Brinsley. <laughs> Owen, Owen Wilson. That was my most egregious misname ever. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson uh talking to uh Ravana Rinslayer about uh Hunter C twenty. Now they go back and forth and, and he isn't allowed to see C twenty, then we find out she's dead before going back to Sylvie and Loki sitting on the planet as it's about to crash. So up in the up until the scene, essentially they're just hanging out until as they're about to be blown up, they're they're going to start making out, and which causes the Nexus event. That Nexus event, the title of this episode was caused because a Loki was about to kiss another Loki. Would you make out with a female Chris King? I don't think so. I don't know. That seems so. <laughs> not because not because 
sexually it's it's inappropriate i don't know if i don't know that's a whole discussion probably in itself but i just think that's so uh narcissistic that that would be who you're into like they need to be exactly like me who's a more narcissistic character than loki though he's the most narcissistic no, I, yeah character no it makes sense and they bring that up later in this episode so they bring up in the episode that you know uh, owen wilson talks about loki of course being in love with himself that's the only one he could truly love but that did cause the next event which you know to your point got i'm saying why they grabbed her there's a good chance that, that this may be why, that they knew that this was going to happen. Although they never go before the Nexus event, they have it at the Nexus event. So I don't know. That that definitely brings up the capture and, and going over her origin story just brought up more questions for sure. Um, but then both the Lokis are captured. They're brought back to the TVA. They're separated. And then Owen Wilson throws Loki into a pit where he is. It's just the same sequence over and over again where he is punched and kicked in the balls by... I don't remember her name. Lady Sif. Lady Sif. Over and over again. And I guess that's... I, th- I think that's his punishment, but that's where he sits uh, as they're hanging out um, until he finally gets out. I think what they, they what they want to... What they what are they trying to get here, Gunnar? As they're, I'm trying to remember what Owen Wilson and, and Owen Wilson is trying to get from the Logies at this point. Um, I think... I, you know what? I think they're trying to figure out what caused the Nexus event. They, I don't think they know. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. That's exactly what happened. And that's where the interview process is. And I think what they're trying to get to is that he does like her. And I, I know that that's their conversation, Owen Wilson's conversation with Loki. So up until they're sort of celebrating here with Owen Wilson, well, I guess, I guess before we get to Owen Wilson talking to talking to uh, Rensselaer, we'd have to talk about the fact that Loki basically tells Owen Wilson that he is not just made by the CVA, that he existed before. And that's when Owen Wilson ends up talking to Rensselaer, um, basically celebrating capturing the two Lokis before stealing her little data pad. And then right before, right after that, Sylvie takes the other agent, the main bad guy agent, agent... B-15? B-15 who now knows had some, something was done with her when Sylvie took her over, and now they're in front of the rocks cart again. Um, so up until all that, that's quite a bit, Gunner. Do you have anything to kind of go over there? Yeah, yeah. So first before, so, you know, I think a lot of my notes here are just trying to piece things together and try yeah. and, and, you know, figure out the, the lawn con of this game. So uh, I forgot to mention this, but uh, before the um, before the break, we see uh, Ravana going to see the timekeepers. She's blamed yeah. for Sylvie getting yeah. away. So here's the thing. So um, I honestly, I truly believe that TVA is limbo, like in the comics that I read. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the, the, they're probably not going to call it that. But in the comic, it's run by Kang. But this scene, this scene kind of puzzles me a little because if it's uh, if it's not run by Kang, like like why would Ravana be in trouble? Like she's Kane's lover, essentially. Um, so let me throw, still be in. I mean, I think she still works for him, but I see what you're saying. Let me throw another theory out. I still believe it's Kang, but I, I feel like Marvel likes to disappoint us, especially with the whole Mephisto thing. So let me yeah. throw out another name. And I, I got a way that maybe this could work. So um, what if this is not run by Kang, but run by He Who Remains? You, are you familiar with He Who Remains? No, no. Okay, so let me let me read this little uh, intro on, on He Who Remains. So, and in fact, honestly, I thought He Who Remains was going to be played by Richard E. Grant. I assumed he'd show up in this, um, but 
He who remains is the final director of the Time Variance Authority. This is from the comics. Um, At the Citadel at the end of time. Uh, The last reality of the multiverse. He created the Time Twisters, which, by the way, that device that they put around their neck where they can go back, that's called the Time Twister. So they got the name from this group of people that that he uh, he who remains... Anyway, he created the Time Twisters to teach the next universe who inevitably started time traveling into the past and destroying the universe they were currently in. So essentially what happened was he was the last TVA agent. He decided to go back in time and he started this group called the Time Twisters to kind of make sure that future groups didn't F up the time. So also in the comics, Thor stepped in with the help of Jane Foster, told him, told uh, He Who Remains at, that the Time Twisters were breaking the past, which caused him to prevent their existence, interrupting their birth in the past. So anyway, that's essentially who I think it could be. He Who Remains. And yeah. maybe my theory, I, I might have this in my notes because I know I was thinking it, but maybe Kang finds out about this and goes oh. and rescues a variant of Ravana, his lover. And that's how Kang gets involved. He finds there's there's a variant left of Ravana. Oh, and he yeah, goes yeah. and rescues her. So I don't know. That's 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 kind of a wild theory, a uh Stretch. if you will. Yeah. But um I mean yeah, all, that, all signs point to Kang, but all signs also pointed to Mephisto and I'm trying not to be disappointed. First of all, no, they didn't. Uh I'm gonna tell you right now that none of the signs pointed to Mephisto. They've never pointed to Mephisto. You convinced me for a while that they pointed to Mephisto, and they never did. And the, the second thing is this is Kang. It's totally Kang. It's absolutely Kang. I I I, I, I agree with you that's Kang, but just throwing something out there if it hits, I can be like, see, it was it's, right. It, just you'll have it. You'll have it there. It's in my back pocket. But, but before we get into Owen Wilson seeing oh, the I video. Got, I got more. I got more. I got more. Okay, go ahead. So okay. uh, I know you loved when I did it last time, but yeah. um, I when they're looking at that screen and the, the branch like starts going hard, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I noticed some names, some cities on that monitor. So oh, okay. Uh, quickly. Is this, uh, I bet there were a lot of cities, weren't there, Gunner? There's only like a couple. Uh, Wrightsville, okay. Pennsylvania, Morag, which is where the uh, Peter Quill found the Power Stone. Sakar uh-huh. again from uh, yeah, you know we know Sakar. Uh, Lamentus One, obviously. It said unidentified okay. planet, which I found kind of interesting. Another Barcelona, Spain, and then Aladon, which is uh, one of the planets from Annihilation Conquest, where they take some where Lamentus is from. So, oh. um, uh, just just throw that out there. Don't know, if it probably <laughs> doesn't mean anything, but I know you had fun last time. Um, anyway, yeah, it was a great time. I think I think last time there were about twenty five planets, and was, you covered uh, every single one of them, didn't you? So so yeah, I did. So I love that <laughs> Loki was pissed that Sylvie had more security than he did. Like he's like, oh, I at least equal security. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, you know, like you said, Loki tells Mobius about the TVA lying to him mm-hmm. and they put him in this time loop. So I kind of fell down a rabbit hole while doing some research. And so, okay. you, you know, you know that all these characters from Thor are actually based on a lot of them are based on actual Norris yep. mythology. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what caused me to look into this, but I found something interesting. So. This is actually from Norse mythology. So as a joke, Loki cut off the long golden hair of Sif, the wife of Thor. So in mythology, Thor is married to Sif. All right, so he cut off the hair of Sif one night while she slept. 
In a rage, Thor demanded that Loki replace the hair or he would break every bone in Loki's body. So Loki traveled to Nedelavir, land of the dwarves, which we've been to in Marvel, uh, where he found uh, the two dwarf sons of Avaldi. They agreed to fabricate hair from gold as fine as Sif's own hair uh, and with the magical ability to grow on her own head. So these guys, these dwarves made magic golden hair for Sif. Um, it's not in, the, not in the comics or in this movie. In though, actual Norse mythology. But, but wait, wait, oh, okay. it gets a little more interesting. I, I, would ha- I would hope so. So then, once completed, they decided to make additional gifts for the gods. So for Freer, who's actually, I, I believe, Frigga, um, they made a ship called the Skibbolinar, which is oh. always wafted by favorable winds. So it's a magic ship that always can fly. It could also huh. go, uh, it could out in water and in air and uh it can hold it can be it can be hold all the gods and their mounts and can be folded up and put in put in Frigga's purse uh for odin they made a magical spear which always hits its target so loki was very pleased and he called these these blacksmith uh dwarf brothers he called them the greatest dwarves of all time and that was overheard by two other dwarf brothers named Brock and Etri. Etri, uh-huh. remember Etri? No. He was the oh, guy wait, that I... made Stormbreaker in Infinity War. Oh, is that what we is that where we were going? We're is that what this story's been about? So, oh, we're not there yet. Okay. So Brock wagered Loki that he could make three items that surpassed the three items that these other dwarfs made. Or do they have it in the comic books? No, in the myth- Norse mythology. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so Eitri made the Gullen Borist, which was a giant golden boar for Frigga. And Eitri uh-huh. uh, made a golden ring for Odin that drops eight similar rings every night. So then for Thor, they started making this, this gift for Thor, but Loki got mad because he had bet them his head. So he changed himself into a bug and and poked uh, uh-huh. Etri in the eye, or caused, yeah. poke, broke in the eye, which caused him to stop making what he was making for a split second when he tried uh-huh. to wipe the blood out. But the damage had been done, and this new hammer they were making called Mirmir was born, and it didn't, and it had a very short handle because of the split second. So... If it wasn't in Norse mythology for Loki cutting Lady Sif's hair, there would be no Mirmir. Is that where you were going? That, that, that not that the highlight whole... of this podcast for you? I hope it isn't. I hope it is not. I hope that's the bottom of it because it feels like the bottom. <laughs> anyway, Owen Wilson sees the video of C20. Owen Wilson looks at the video of C20. And, you don't know uh, how much time I spent researching this story. I, I know how much time I sat here listening to it. And if it was any more than that, it was too long. <laughs> uh, anyway, Owen Wilson looks at the video. Uh, Hunter C20 is talking about her memories. And clearly, it's the video is being turned off. The person turning it off is, uh, is none other than Renslayer. Uh, turns off the video, so Owen Wilson knows that they're trying to cover something up. Owen Wilson shows up to where Loki is to help him escape. He is, of course, uh, confronted by Rinslayer, and Owen Wilson is evaporated. Yeah, both of the Lokis, both of the Lokis get away. That was a what the f moment for me. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
No, I didn't either. So, and then, and then they kind of unceremoniously just kind of killed him off. And then they were just sort of taken away. They didn't spend any time with that at all. They take, uh, they take away. Rensselaer takes him on the elevator to see the timekeepers. And I'm going to take this right up to the timekeepers, not at the very end, Gunner, but they go talk to the timekeepers. The timekeepers do, it's like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure setup. There's just three floating seats. And, and they did, they were not Kang. And I was pissed. I'm like, they did it again. There was nothing about it. It was just these three people the whole time. They were it, the bad guy the whole time. wasn't anybody. It wasn't Kang. It wasn't Mephisto. It was just these three robots, and they looked terrible. But then you re- then you find out when right up to uh, this part, right at the end of it, that these aren't the guys. But up until we actually the the timekeepers are revealed, Gunner. What do you have before that? All right. So uh, a couple things. Uh, back when Mobius goes to see Ravana, she won't tell him about. She won't let him. Uh, interrogates Sylvie and uh, she sees Hunter B-15 and says, uh, you know, we, you know, we've, he goes to see, I'm sorry, he goes to see Hunter B-15 and she's talking, she's like, man, we've brought in Kree, Titans and vampires. Uh, Why is that two orphan demigods are such pain in the asses? So interesting that they brought up Kree, which we know Kree, Titans, which of course Thanos is a Titan and vampires. So could this be a sign of things to come? We know Blade is coming, and we know Morbius is coming. Not Mobius, Morbius. Morbius. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that's just one step closer. I mean, we know, I guess... Morbius, Vamp- isn't, Morbius isn't part of the MCU. No, he's not, but I, maybe, I don't know. I don't know why they mentioned it, except the fact that, I mean, we are getting Blade, and vampires were mentioned yeah. in Ragnarok when Korg, yeah. by far the greatest character in all of Ragnarok... Picked up that spear is like not really useful unless you're going to stab three vampires. <laughs> Korg is awesome. Anyway, so yeah, so I th- I just thought that was cool that they mentioned Kree, Titans, and vampires. Um, yeah. So then Mobius goes back to interrogate Loki. Loki makes up a story about Sylvie coming to him. Mobius tells him that Sylvie has been pruned, which I thought was kind of uh, kind of ballsy to see his lie with another lie. So then Mobius goes to see Renslayer. Uh, she uh, she tells him, again, she, she, she kind of started telling him about C-20. And, and you could see that he's kind of starting to doubt things. He stole her. Yeah. He stole her temp pad and yeah. watched, actually, the, uh, the video. I guess it doesn't actually show her getting pruned. It kind of stops right before that. Um, and then he takes Loki to the timekeepers. Uh, and Ravana, Ravana still won't tell Sylvie what her Nexus event was, which we mentioned earlier, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Um, but as far as the timekeeper goes, um, they look like the guys from Bill and Ted, but they totally effing got them from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> they look <laughs> like they were straight out of Chuck E. Cheese. They really like, were. I saw them and I'm like, are they at Chuck E. Cheese? Like, I did not buy them as the timekeepers for no, one no, no. second. No, no, not at all. Well, I, I thought that they were going to do that. Like, what the fuck? What a letdown. Like, I was so blown away when that was, when it was them. And then it was just them talking like, this cannot be right. Like, there's no way these, it ends up just being these timekeepers. But the reason they were so robotic obviously to, to blow the end here is because they literally were robots. They had the fight scene where um, Hunter crap. I keep forgetting their name. B-15. The Hunter's name B-15 comes and rescues them. And that scene was awesome. And then I like any of the fight scenes where Sylvie and Loki are fighting together because they fight the same. Yeah, yeah And then awesome. Sylvie ends up throwing, throwing something and chopping off one of the timekeepers head to reveal that they are the robots from Chuck E. Cheese essentially. And who else use androids? Chris King. 
Who else is an Android? Who else Gang. uses Android? Exactly. Gang. That, the middle timekeeper that we keep seeing behind Renslayer's head when she's the judge in her office, that looks like Jonathan Majors. The timekeeper there did not look anything like the timekeeper that we keep seeing every day, every episode no. in the credits, all the time behind R- Ravana's head. So, yeah, I mean, there's zero percent chance. There's, it's, it has to be Kang, even if it's not a main bad guy. Kang is tied up in this somehow. It just, there, it just has to be. Now, after they find out there's robots, you know, which is, I think, it's huge. That would be a huge ending right there, and they could have done nothing. But then Loki is about to sell, tell Sylvie how he feels about her before he is then pruned, and he's gone. Loki's dead. You know, gone. it's it's so no, he's dead, Gunner. It's it's so funny because when I watched that, I'm like, what the. It didn't even dawn to me that he wouldn't be dead. I'm like... Me neither. So this is, I guess, the Loki in this series is Sylvie. Yeah. Like, I, it didn't... And you know what? I, I'm I'm an idiot. Because there are so many more scenes in the credit in the trailer with Loki that we haven't seen yet. But I, at, I keep I keep seeing him, the, the one where he's wearing the green suit and has the horn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's what I've been waiting for. But, yeah, I, I, I just didn't even think about that. They always... Marvel does put out fake, you know... Just put out fake trailers and fake scenes and stuff like that. I think to kind of throw people off, but I wouldn't have. I I thought for a second. I just wasn't thinking of those scenes. I did think for a second exactly what you were saying. Kind of this was like the handoff, and she was the new Loki, and I was totally fine with it. Yeah, I thought, yeah. well, that's yeah, that's fine. That's Sylvie's totally fine. awesome. She's a great. That's a, yeah, that's a great handoff. She's a great character. Absolutely. But so yeah, but then but then we that so that is the end of the the episode until after the credits. Loki wakes up, and he is told to, to get a move on and we he, he looks over and realizes it's three different versions of versions of Loki. I know kid Loki, classic Loki, and then apparently Loki Loki the boastful. Yes. Boastful Loki? Yeah, the credits they're billed as original Loki, kid Loki. We also had Crocodile Loki who Crocodile was Loki. And uh boastful uh boastful Loki. Which I, I I was familiar with boastful Loki. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're in New York because you could see like a dilapidated uh, uh, Avengers Tower in the background. Yeah, I saw that. So what are your what are your what are your, what are your thoughts on these Lokis? Like, I mean, we have so much. I'm, I'm glad that we got a lot of time in this episode because yeah, we we I think we need to speculate that crap out of all this stuff because there's so much stuff that. <laughs> well, of course you do, Gunner. <laughs> like. <laughs> do something really out of the ordinary and i'm gonna wildly speculate based on this <laughs> something i haven't done in a while something i we haven't really done in this episode wildly speculate on what things can mean yes we do need to do more more of that you're right Gunner. so um are you familiar with uh throg no i so i actually referenced throg on this show i think back in wandavision um, Wait, you see the frog Thor? Is frog that frog Thor? Thor? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only reason I knew about him was because he was on my Marvel Puzzle Quest game. So, <laughs> so I'm I think like, we talked about th- Frog Thor in this in this show yeah. a couple times. So I, I I looked up Throg just to see if maybe there was a crocodile Loki in that story. There wasn't. There was a series called the Pet Avengers. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> no, it no, was ridiculous. I'm not. Uh, it was Throg was in it, and then Lockjaw. Lockjaw was actually in it. What's oh the the dog? Yeah, yeah, the dog. He's great. Yeah, I wish he was in more stuff. I don't know. It but, seemed odd. It seemed like like dog or animal versions of a bunch of Avengers, and then Lockjaw. They're making a cartoon of the Justice League animals. 
Oh, or, I did. I, think I saw like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's Disney. No, is it HBO Max? I think. Yeah, I think so. And then The Rock. The Rock He's, is the super dog. Yeah. My uh, my buddy named his dog Crypto after. Yeah. Which you think, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what his son's name is? Cal L. That's stupid. And his, that dad, is, his daughter that's, is Lana. That's. I think he likes. Is, is, his wife is just okay with all that. There needs to be one. There should be one person there saying, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's not his wife. <laughs> so. so yeah, so there's, I mean, a lot really happens. I, I, I think there's other. The other thing I did pick up was the Asian A twenty three. Oh yeah, well, you, I have that note. I think I know what A twenty three is a reference to. The Avengers twenty three. Exactly. Look, you the even first... got one, Chris. You got one. Oh, I, well, <laughs> I have that one. It's the first. I didn't realize it was the first appearance of Renslayer. Yeah. 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 But I didn't. I, I I just looked it up because she's a all the time. Any of the time that they have those numbers and codes, it's going to be something. I literally just typed in a twenty three, and it was Avengers twenty three. Chris, so I, I think just... I think because you did so much research, I think next week we're going to flip, and you're going to be the guy that yeah, good luck. the ridiculous crap of this stuff. Well, I just anytime, just the fact that they have a number. I assume that if you go through every single one of these, any number, letter, number combination, you pro- it probably ties to something. Yeah, but it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the harder reach. Especially so, a license plate. License plates are big too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I was thinking if they put, if they're, this has to be. This is post a, a cataclysmic event that these Lokis are in, right? So obviously this is not a situation where they put them somewhere before a catastrophic event, so they wouldn't create a nexus event. This is after, and they're not creating nexus events because it's basically done. So like, is that where these Lokis are stored? So I mean, but how did they? Do you think when you get pruned, do you think everyone that's pruned ends up in this reality, or do you think? Yes. Okay. Yes, so, I think so. So so he's gonna see. He's gonna walk around and be like, "What is that in the Hudson?" And it's Mobius on a jet ski. <laughs> I hope so, man. I really hope that happens. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I think it's everybody, but maybe. I mean, we could get existential here. Then we're talking like nothing can ever be truly destroyed type thing. So everything has to go somewhere, maybe. Well, just maybe these, I mean, is. just these figures with that get poked and get pruned. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it would be cool if like he gets his Revengers like in Ragnarok and it's all these Lokis. That Mo- would be awesome. Mobius, a team of Lokis would be awesome. Pissed off guy that's like, he didn't give me a ticket. <laughs> they pruned him. <laughs> That would be awesome if that guy joined. It'd be funny if they're all coming back. But they, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I. But the other thing too is that we forgot to mention that Loki says this is hell, probably H E L. It is. I, I watched it with subtitles. It was H E L. And and he said and he said not yet. That's what he said. So he's not in hell. This isn't like purgatory. This is some other dimension. And I think that's where we're gonna find out. But I really hope there is an army of Lokis. That would be awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I I doubt that this will happen. Also, but do you you know what else was? I don't know if you remember this. What else was pruned essentially with one of those sticks? In the in the Loki show, yeah. No. So, uh, someone pruned the cart that uh, what's his name had that uh, our boy Dutch Dom had oh. when he was walking. They pruned the cart. So, what if? They find all of these damn reality stones on this weird planet. Yeah, but I think I don't think they're gonna do anything with the the infinity stones. Anymore. I don't either. think that's. I, think I really don't. I think that they're done I'm with just, it. They're not gonna. I'm just trying gonna, to throw stuff out there that would be awesome. 
Yeah, no, that would be awesome. But I really don't, I think they're definitely done with Infinity Stones. I think that was the point is like, look how powerless these are. We don't even care about these anymore. See, see you later. We'll probably, I, I would be surprised if we see those again. Yeah, I, I agree. But they're definitely going to get out of this somehow. And I, I I think that's the thing is, this was a great episode. I, I think just, the next I one's going to ramp so up too. it's weird with Doctor Strange without the, the time stone. I don't know. Well, I think he, he has the time stone. He doesn't. He, he had to get it back. Oh. Like in, in our proper universe. Doctor Strange too. He's not going to have the time stone, and I find that yeah. weird because that's like what Doctor Strange is. At least for, yeah. for me, what he's he's the guy with the time stone. Well, I mean, he doesn't in the comic books. He doesn't have a time stone. Oh, he doesn't. But can no, he still just, twist time like that? Yeah, yeah. He's just a sorcerer. Yeah, he's a sorcerer supreme. He doesn't need the time stone to do that. But I don't know if he twists time. Maybe that he just can't manipulate time. He's still a sorcerer supreme. Okay. I don't know if he. I, I guess he doesn't get it back. But I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna do that. That's a really good point. Um, but yeah, I would think the next episode is gonna be some madcap action just with Loki's. But it's weird that Sylvie isn't there. Maybe we just don't see her. But Sylvie, well, she didn't get pruned yet. Oh right, right, right. I'm an idiot. That's a big one. That's the reason why. Owen Wilson's not out there though. Well, we haven't seen him yet. I think hopefully on a jet ski. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. But I think they're, they're definitely going to find out who they were before. I can't wait to find that out. But it's no matter what, I mean, I don't know what else we could talk about in this show, this episode we haven't covered. But no matter what, it all just really points to Kang. I mean, it just continues to point to Kang. And I think that I, I, I don't know. I guess we could talk about who else it might be if it's not. Or I don't know. No, that's who you, you sort of talked about. But I don't know if there's anybody else. I, I don't know if I would say he who remains. That's a terrible bad guy. Yeah, I don't even know that guy. He's just an old man. I think that's his only power is that he's still alive. <laughs> that's I wish I had power. that power. Well, I guess just, I do right now, but it's just, just still alive. Like, how? What's your superpower? I can't. I haven't died yet. Because he doesn't look impervious. He just looks like he hasn't died yet. Yes. I mean, I don't know who else it could be. I guess it could be Mephisto. Although, how awesome would it be if it was Mephisto? Like, not I, like they're just effing with us, and then Kang will show up in Hawkeye and be like, "What the heck?" Like, I don't know. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we want to speculate on what we've seen, but I. I think I. I sent you a text about the. Apparently, Spider Man is going to be about having Mephisto in it, and it's one last day. The one last day storyline. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, that's where he gives up his powers, right? To save no, no, no. no, no. So it may is. It's after. It's after he showed the world who he was. So in. It's Civil War in the comic books. He revealed that he was, to the world he was Peter Parker. So they had to change that, which that's what happened at the end of the last Spider-Man movie is that everyone is that um, Mysterio told everyone that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. So similar in the comic books, the, 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 you know, the jig is up, the, it, the cat's out of the bag, and everybody knows that Peter Parker's Spider-Man in the comic books. And then someone assassinates Aunt May because they found out that Peter Parker, because Peter Parker revealed his identity, the whole reason he kept his identity. It was to protect the people, you know, his friends and family. So shut in the head. And in order to bring her back, he makes a deal with Mephisto in the comic books to say, listen, if you all forget everything, you can put everything back to do whatever you want. But as long as you, uh, as long as you um, bring back Aunt May. And the only way to do that was to make it so no one ever knew he was Peter Parker. And that deal by doing that made it seem like that. the other deal was that he would also never know Mary Jane again. 
And so I think that that's the deal is that they're they're pitching. I've heard that the new Spider-Man is going to be that storyline. And that storyline is heavy with Mephisto. Yeah, I just don't see that being Spider-Man 3. I hope not. I mean, <laughs> I really I mean, hope not. I mean, with we know Doctor Strange is going to be in it. I mean, yeah. we we know that uh that uh, Doc Ock and Electro are going to be in it. Well, and I've heard Sinister Six. I've heard that they're going to do the Sinister Six, but that's that's what interdimensional Sinister Six would be amazing. So I told you my pitch, right? So this this is my pitch for Spider Man Three. I think Spider Man Three, um, first off, Doctor Strange was not going to be in it at all. This this was my my pitch for it. So so the whole movie there was going to be a different bad guy. I, I don't know who was going to kind of. I don't know, Scorpion, whoever you want it to be, Scorpion or uh, uh, Craven the Hunter, whoever. It, it's going to be, they were going to be the bad guy. And we're going to watch and be like, what the heck? I thought all these people were supposed to be in the movie. And then the, the, the other main bad guy in the movie was uh, J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson, who is trying to get this Peter Parker guy, um, get him arrested. Like, oh, oh, this guy's a menace, blah, 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 blah. And so at the end of the episode, he finally, they finally say, okay, they, there's a warrant out for Peter Parker. So then at the end of the episode, um, all of a sudden, Dr. Strange shows up and says, we got we to gotta take you somewhere. Um, yeah. You're not safe here anymore. And so he comes, takes Peter Parker away. So then the last scene, Betty Brant, who we know from other universes, works yeah. at the Daily Bugle. She goes to the Daily Bugle building, walks in, and essentially uh, goes to see Jameson, and uh, he, she's like, he's gone. Yeah. And so then Jameson walks into a room, it's a dark room, and he's just like, he's gone. And all of a sudden, you see the lights light up, and you see Peter Billingsley's face. Uh, uh, Gunter Rivas, whatever. Oh, that looks. Well, are we is this so you're are we right now are we talking about a spider-man plot that you came up with in your head i am how great this is <laughs> william gunter hey, hey, you just forgot the main character of a storyline that you just came up with well i wouldn't and call him the character. bitch on this loki episode so he walks in and and jim J. jonah jameson's like says he's gone and he's like i'll tell her boss and then all of a sudden like you see a time port you see one of those time portals like they made in infinity war or yeah. endgame and yeah. out walks Dr. Doom. And he goes, he goes, you know, sir, it's done. And so he walks with Dr. Doom who opens a door. Yeah. And we see at a table, we see uh, Mysterio. I'm, I'm sorry, not Mysterio. We see um, Electro. We see this uh, Doc Ock. We yeah. see Norman Osborn. We yeah. see freaking Rhino, Paul Giamatti. How awesome would that be? Yeah. Uh, we see, I would love to see uh, uh, Spider-Man 3's uh, Venom, uh, oh, for Grace. I would, I would not like to see that. And, I would he, not like to see that at all. And he sits there with all these villains from all these old Spider-Man movies, and he's like, Spider-Man's gone. Time to get Sinister. Bam, end credits. And then the next yeah, but- movie sets up Sinister <laughs> 6, interdimensional Sinister 6, run yeah. by... By Doctor Doom. Wow, that's uh, ten minutes I'll never get back. But I don't. Um, I, Doctor Doom is not responsible for the Sinister Six. I know, He's, but he has uh, nothing to do with the Sinister Six. I know, but we got to get him in here some some way. And I think 
if I think Marvel would, I think they would give Marvel the Sinister Six if they could use uh, Doctor Doom in it as like the Maybe. brains behind it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really hope it's the Sinister Six. I, I think that's what they. It seems like that's what they're doing more than one. One last day. One last day is that was the end for me for Spider Man. I stopped reading after that because it was just kind of it wasn't that good. It just wasn't good. Like they did a, a better revamp on Ultimate Spider Man and then with the. Uh, um, the new spider-man what's the one where alfred molina or doc ock becomes spider-man oh uh that's um infamous spider-man it's amazing it's amazing oh it's it's great that was really smart that was awesome and it was a full that was it it was a full run like that spider-man it was just that uh it was just the spider-man for i think like 50 issues like he was the spider-man was doc ock it was good nice nice yeah but not at all related to what the show we're talking about right now. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so, I mean, so where do you think, Loki, where do we go from here in Loki? I mean, do you think Sylvie becomes a young Avenger or what do you think she takes on the Enchantress? Uh, I don't think that. I think she takes on Enchantress. I think she becomes an Avenger. I don't see, I don't think that she is going to be a young Avenger, but Kid Loki is there. If they're not doing Young Avengers, Kid Loki's in Young Avengers. If they're not doing Young Avengers, they're they're taunting us with every single show. And I guarantee you, if in Black Widow, they're going to have somebody else that's going to be a, a, a yeah, Alana Belova. Right, exactly. Wait, no, Alana Belova is is that the one in the white? Yeah. No, she's too old to be in the. You think she's going to be a Young Avenger? No, not uh, not the girl from. Uh, Midsummer. No, no, the girl from Midsummer. Yeah, she's too old to be a. Uh, Oh, she's young and also this would have to take place in the past like this would be have to be years in the past so she'd be at least th- two or three years older uh, maybe dark Avengers? at least are they doing i didn't <laughs> did you confirm they're doing a dark adventures right now right here up, in the show making stuff up so probably our uh, that uh dark adventures movie that no one's ever thought about um maybe i i think that i could see i mean i see her or the thunderbolts she could be in the thunderbolts i think the thunderbolts that would make sense, but I, man, the Thunderbolts could be awesome. And that, it, I, I mean, they're they're not. I great still think, like I predicted on the shortly, I think we'll see the Thunderbolts and She-Hulk. I think the way to introduce it is the same way they're doing. Like the way that, to introduce the Thunderbolts is to basically redo the whole Avengers thing. Like they're all kind of showing up in their separate thing, and then suddenly they sort of pop up in their, you know, cross-functional movies. I think that's be that would be awesome. To basically set it up the same way they set up the Avengers, and well, it's we know that Blonsky's going to be in uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, I think that's just, I think that's clickbait. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think they just showed us that because then we're like, why? Why is he there? And then we get there, like, oh no reason, just there, there he is. We'll oh, I just think I think he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be. Well, we know he's going to be in She Hulk. That's been confirmed. Yeah, I wonder if Tim Roth will be in any of that. Yeah, no, they said Tim Roth. Oh, they did. Wow. Can abomination? Does abomination switch between Blonsky and, and abomination, or is he always abomination? No, he's always the abomination. Well, yeah. maybe he's just doing the CGI. He's well, he's probably doing the voice too. Well, I think the CGI. No, but yeah, I don't know. But I he he may still be doing the voice. But he definitely didn't have to. But yeah, he he didn't switch back and forth. He was just the abomination all the time. And he looked a lot better, at least in. Um, he looked a lot better in Shang-Chi than he did in the 2000... Was that 2008? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, Hulk? Like, yeah, I think so. That Hulk looked terrible. The Hulk in the 
um, the original Hulk, the Eric Bana Hulk movie looks so much better. That Hulk looked better than the one in the Ed Norton Hulk. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> well, Chris, I think we'll cut it a little early today. Um, I'm on vacation, so I think oh, I should get right. back to my wife before she uh, leaves me in New York. <laughs> About to sneeze. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, next week we got the penultimate uh, episode and uh, Black Widow's coming out. We will do a Black Widow breakdown. Um, what, what, we, what we said we're going to do is we are going to, we're going to uh, record our Black Widow breakdown, but then we're going to air it the week after um, okay. the finale for Loki. And maybe even, I mean, maybe even record it by that. I don't know. But uh, uh, I just think, you know, it's a good, we're going to have quite a bit of time until the next Marvel series, I think, which I think is actually Ms. Marvel uh, is the next series. I mean, I know we have What If, and there's like yeah. there's, a, there's like 20 episodes of What If, I think. Yeah, but What If has no... The thing about What If is, I don't, it doesn't... What we've always talked about is how this impacts the Marvel, Marvel universe. I, I think What If specifically do not. So there wouldn't be... They're just... They're anthologies, and they're, they're just not impactful. They're, st- they're single standing. So yeah, I so I, yeah, I don't know if we're if we're gonna get to it. I know that's uh, there's not even a release date for Ms. Marvel. It just says 2021, right? Well, that's it. So what if? And then that's it. We don't we don't have any definitive dates on the next Marvel stuff. Well, the movies, but uh, I don't. I think the next movie's in November. That's Shang Chi is November. No, um, no, Eternals is November. When is Shang Chi? Well, Shang Chi is 22. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said that. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Do a Marvel podcast or something. No, it's 21. So, September 3rd. Okay, so that's September. So that's yeah. September. Eternals is November. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man is December. Yeah. So then it would make sense if Ms. Marvel was, was sooner. But I don't know. Well, as long as it's before Marvel's, I think. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. 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 I'm actually oh. looking forward to that. I, I am now. This is called Marvels. I, I really, I think, putting putting Miss Marvel in that's going to be a good idea. There. Why is there so much hatred towards Brie Larson? I thought she was great. I thought she was good too. I think it's it's not her fault. I think they just kind of they shoehorned her uh, Captain Marvel into the movies. Like I don't think they brought her in very well. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it has anything to do with her though. I think she was great, but they it's just not. It just they just shoved her in incorrectly. It just seems really weird. I just feel like they're doing everything they can to try and cancel her. Like the stupid fans. I thought she was great. I love Brie Larson. I'm a big fan. I loved United States of Terra, which she was awesome in. Yeah, she's great. Well, I, and, and Room. I mean, obviously Room was Room amazing. Was, Room was amazing. I that, Chris, I read that book. That was the last book without pictures that I may have read. What was the book? I mean, just, just about her and a kid. It, whose perspective was it written from? The kids? It was a first-person perspective from the kid, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. She's good. I don't know. I, I only just recently heard that, that people are talking like people were angry that they were giving her her own movie. And now all the nerds are super excited that it's called The Marvels because they don't want it to be just about her because she ruined it. But I just don't think it was her fault. I think that they, the Captain Marvel thing just wasn't set up correctly. And then all of a sudden she just shows up at the end of Endgame. It just, and she's way great. too powerful of a character, too. It's hard to do her justice, you know. Because well, like is. Superman, like yeah. she can she, she can stop anything, you know, like 
And they can't. They apparently don't know. They apparently don't know what to do with characters like that because I think that's why Superman's been so bad for so long. Is that they just he's so overpowered at this point they don't know how to use it. Like, well, what is he fighting against then? I'll tell you who's super overpowered and they've used Fantastic and that's Wanda Maximoff. That's true. Yeah, but she they they were able to use it as she was a bad guy, sort of. I think she was yeah. sort of the bad guy in WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Gunner, you're going to get back to your vacation. Hopefully no one kills you in there. Uh, and then we, the next episode is not the last episode. It's the penultimate, as they say. I, I've, you're, the, you're the they. I've never heard anyone say that except for you until today. All I mean, right. just you today. Yeah. You need to go back to Ron Wheeler's English <laughs> class. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me see if he's got like an online Ron Wheeler. Is he still there? I I hope so. It was 20 years ago. We're old. Very old. So, all right. Well, we will will be back next week, guys, for uh, episode number five and Chris King. My friend. Remember, Uh, always go for the head. I thought you weren't going to say it. I'm like, wow, Vacation Gunner doesn't want us to go for the head. (laughs) I'll remember, Chris. Go for the head.